Welcome to Coffee with the Doc, hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer, a practicing chiropractor for over 35 years in Southwest Florida and creator of Basic Essentials Wellness. Six basic time-tested principles that when applied to your life can result in remarkable changes. Coffee with the Doc is designed to inform you, motivate you, and encourage you along your wellness journey. Health and wellness is a choice. Thanks for joining us today. Here's Dr. Schaefer. Hey, Dr. Glenn here. So good to be back with you. I'm uh, going to talk about a, a topic that's uh, near and dear to my heart. Uh, uh, now that I'm I'm getting a little bit older, I personally realize the significance of this particular topic. Well, stepping back for a moment, uh, I came up with a kind of a wellness uh, plan, uh, principles to that uh, being proper mental, emotional, spiritual well-being proper functional activity, proper nutrition, proper rest, proper structure, and purging and eliminating toxins. So we're going to dig in today uh, to an aspect of proper functional activity. And uh, for those of you that are, are new to Coffee with a Doc, uh, that's the old word for exercise. I know some of you don't like that word. So proper functional activity. <clears throat> Excuse me. And part of that, there are kind of four different parts to uh, functional activity. We have endurance, which is our cardio, getting our heart going enough to to be able to get that whole cardiovascular and pulmonary system working at its best. That's what oxygenates everything in our body. Uh, part number two is uh, flexibility. Uh, number three is strength, and number four is balance. So all of those are kind of part of functional activity that we need to address all of those particular areas. Endurance, most people understand. Uh, strength, yeah, they, they when they're, they're exercising or working out or trying to be active, uh, they're working on that. Flexibility seems to be one that a lot of people uh, leave off. Now, they don't, they don't work that one in, but from a chiropractic perspective, uh, flexibility becomes very, very important, uh, especially as you start to get a little bit older. And the way our, our body is designed, all of the joints of the body require a full range of motion on a regular basis. So there are a couple of words there. They require, uh, that means we've got to get them through a full range of motion. And a full range of motion means putting the joint through the full range that it was designed to go through and with some regularity, which typically is uh, a daily basis, if you will. Uh, but you might be saying, well, gee, I'm, I'm very active. Uh, I, I do all kinds of things, a variety of activities. Uh, maybe even you exercise on a regular basis. Uh, doesn't that mean I'm, I'm kind of getting it through that full range of motion? Well, the answer, the answer is, is no. Uh, let me give you my story. Uh, it wasn't that many years ago. I was playing racquetball about three days a week, uh, working out uh, in the gym that had the racquetball also. And, and I started to develop some shoulder and hip issues. And I was stretching on a somewhat regular basis. Let's put it that way. But um, we have to uh, deliberately put these joints through a full range of motion. So typically when you're being very active or even working out, you're not getting uh, some of the joints through their full range of motion 
and some problems will develop. And that's what happened to me. All of a sudden, I started getting a little bit of shoulder pain. I started getting some hip pain. And and for my hips, gosh, I was I was stretching them because I know it's a an area that I'm a little suspect in. So I, I kind of analyzed what I was doing for my hip stretches and realized I was leaving out uh, one of the different directions that my hip could go through, which was the culprit. And I had to really diligently work at stretching that hip out and getting that working through that full range of motion. Um, same thing occurred with my shoulder. So if we look at you know, what happens when we don't get these joints through their full range of motion regularly enough. Uh, some adhesions develop, which uh, adhesions uh, are kind of a little bit of combination of scar tissue and cobwebs, I call it. Uh, they, and they kind of look like cobwebs, but they will develop and grow in these ranges that we don't put those particular joints through. It'll start out very mildly. We'll maybe start to get a little tightness in that particular joint. Well, if we don't start putting that joint through its full range of motion, those cobwebs, those adhesions will increase and they will start to greater restrict some of the mobility or flexibility of that joint, maybe even some of the range of motion. Some of the common signs or symptoms that this may be the case is you start to get some irritation in those joints. The, which results in some tendonitis, some bursitis. And we see lots of patients in my chiropractic office that have already started to get some of those uh, irritants, those tendonitis, those bursitis, uh, signs that that particular joint has got some adhesions. It's got some restrictions to it. Uh, the most common joints are the hip and shoulders. Guess which two I was having problem with, as I mentioned the hip and shoulder. Well, if you leave those adhesions, you do nothing about it. As a joint starts to lose its function, that joint will deteriorate much faster. In other words, degenerative joint disease speeds up the, in that process as a joint loses its function. Now you can start to understand why is you know keeping a joint moving and flexible so important to the overall health of the joint because it will deteriorate much faster if uh, we start to lose some of that. So by design, uh, the hips and shoulders, for example, have a very large range of motion. They're a ball and socket type of joint, and they're also joints that we use a lot on a regular basis. That's a formula for developing problems, a joint that has a large range of motion that's not being put through that range of motion often enough that we use a whole lot. So <clears throat> this is what happened with me. But every joint is uh, is designed uh, with opposing muscle groups. In other words, uh, for our, our upper thigh, for example, we have quadriceps in the front, we have hamstrings in the back. Um, and so we have these opposing muscle groups around every joint in the body. If you move a joint in one direction, you have to be able to move it back in the other direction. So let's take a, another problem that can develop with uh, tightness in some different muscle groups. Let's utilize that thigh again. Let's say you have uh, the hamstring on the right. That's a little bit tighter than the one on the left. It's not moving as smoothly. 
Well, that pulls your pelvis kind of out of alignment. So when we have this issue in any joint of the body where there's some restriction in some direction, it sets us up to a greater chance for injury. So anybody that's active, maybe even with, with some type of sport, be it pickleball, tennis, golf, whatever it might be, maybe you just like to exercise and walk or swim. When you have some restriction in a joint, it creates a, a greater chance for injury. So as we lose that flexibility, um, we can develop those tendonitis, those bursitis. As the flexibility of a joint decreases, it increases the chance for our degenerative joint disease and also increases our chance for injury. So <clears throat> what do we do about all of this? When's the best time to kind of be stretching? You know, I, I, and I just mentioned, gee, you need to stretch and work out all of the different joints of the body, you're thinking, man, that's going to take forever. Every day, I got to spend an hour doing all this. Well, I, I don't think it takes a, an hour to do all of this, but <clears throat> a joint and when we should stretch it is after you've been moving some, uh, when the circulation is good in that particular area. So let's say you are very active. Maybe you uh, go to the gym, maybe you swim, maybe you're involved in in uh, running or biking or, or some other activity, the best time to stretch is after that activity. <clears throat> Excuse me, the exercise physiologists, the experts in exercise, they have kind of a term for this. It's called activity specific warm up. In other words, when we warm up to do some particular activity, maybe it's biking, swimming, tennis, golf you know, you should warm up by doing that activity. Once you've got the blood circulating in all those muscles and joints, then you stretch those joints. So you greatly decrease the chance of injury by stretching at the proper time, not while you're cold and still stiff, not first thing in the morning, not before you go out to participate in some activity, uh, be it a sport or working out. But afterwards. So when we're in an activity, we just start out very slow. We let our let our blood get circulating and let the blood flow to those particular joints. Uh, for golf, for example, you would start by hitting some golf balls. Well, you're not going to pull your driver out and start swinging full force at it. No, you start with your wedge. You do some half wedges, three-quarter wedges, get the blood going, work up to a middle iron, get the blood going, and then do all of your stretches of the different joints of your body. <clears throat> so we should stretch every joint of the body. We need to put it through a full range of motion on a regular basis, which is probably on a daily basis. If you have some tightness while you're stretching, uh, let's say your shoulder, that's an area where you know that, hmm, I probably have some adhesions developing in that area. There are some classic motions with the hip and shoulder, for example, that tend to develop these adhesions. So when patients have tendonitis and bursitis and I, and I start to work their shoulder, they, they always comment, gee, you went right to that. Wow, I can't, you know, they, they feel this pain when I'm trying to put their joint through that full range of motion. So certain joints have areas that tend to build up these little adhesions in those particular areas. If you have a joint that you know, wow, I'm already starting to get some, some hip pain like, like I have. You know, I stretch my right hip probably two, three times a day, almost every day. 
I did that with my shoulders back a few years ago because I found one of them was really restricted. And now it's back to full range of motion. I do a lot of my stretches. Uh, I've been up in the morning usually for an hour or so before I get my shower. But in my shower, I've got all the hot water hitting me. It's improving the circulation. The last thing I do is go through a few stretches for my shoulders, my hips, and a couple areas in my back and neck while I'm in the shower, while I've got that circulation improved. So I try to incorporate some of these stretches throughout my day. On my lunch break, I'll work on a couple of others so that I don't have to sit there and spend 30 minutes, you know, trying to uh, go through a whole routine, although you certainly can do that. But my recommendation would be to try to come up with, you know, a whole sequence of, of for your neck, your shoulders, your back, your hips, your knees, your ankles, your wrists, and working through stretching all of those particular joints, especially if you know you have have an area that is already starting to struggle a little bit. So stretching, range of motion, it's a very important part of proper functional activity, which I recommend for all of us. It's only one component of proper functional activity, but it's really one that a lot of people neglect and, and forget about. They may go for their walk or get in and start doing some resistance type work but they don't do a lot with their stretching, but it really uh, will pay great dividends as you go through life, keeping those joints flexible and mobile for the duration. Well, I hope that's been of, of help to you on Coffee with the Doc. If you have any questions uh, about this, you can certainly reach me on my website, drglennschafer.com, or simply call me at San Carlos Chiropractic. Uh, we would love to help you uh, stay well or get well. Uh, it will, it will, be a great investment in your overall well-being. Thanks so much. Thanks for listening to Coffee with the Doc, hosted by Dr. Glenn Schaefer. To learn more about Dr. Schaefer, go to www.drglennschaefer.com. That's D-R-G-L-E-N-S-C-H-A-F-F-E-R.com. Or call 239-267-3133. You can also visit him at San Carlos Chiropractic, 19150 Acorn Road in Estero, Florida.